0: This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19.
1: Three kicks is up next, but first listen to this other fine
0: OPI show. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You. I have no idea how to describe what just happened. Wait till people hear how impressive it was that Steve knows the presidents of the United States in order without Googling it. Yeah, I went to school. Catch the next Back to You. Back to you with Howard Sudbury. And Steve Baskerville You can find Back to You on Spotify Opishows.com Or wherever you find podcasts Just search for Radio Misfits and The following is a Tony Lasano podcast An Opi show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network This is Free Kicks
1: And now Free Kicks, free kicks With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's
0: Director of Coaching Adam Howarth And Rick Kemper both of us rubbing our eyes a little bit. Uh, We're recording this early in the morning and we uh, stayed up late watching the election returns. But here we are back to our favorite topic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Uh,
0: It was uh, an exciting weekend comparatively uh, last weekend. And I think maybe the most exciting thing um, just from a macro soccer point of view, Gareth Bale coming in, Scoring the game winner versus Brighton. A triumphant return to the Premier League. What do you think?
1: Brilliant. Yeah, came on as a super sub. We always say as coaches, make an impact. Make a difference. And that's exactly what he did. He came on, I think it was the 73rd minute or so. His first goal since May 2013 in wow. uh, for Tottenham. Yeah, so that gives you an idea. So, great goal. And they needed it too because uh, it was it was it was going a little bit back and forth. Brighton had that uh, dubious goal which was allowed. I don't know how the referee missed it, but it is one of one of those things. And then uh, Gareth Bell came on, came on and, and saved the day. So great great start for him.
0: And I, I like uh, your your man, Jose, after the game, uh, saying that he he the first thing he's going to do is check what the uh, people at uh, Real Madrid were seeing about this because uh, <laughs> he feels like he's stolen Garth Bale from them.
1: Yeah. no, I agree. I mean, I think he's a great signing. I mean, no matter how you look at it, that front three of Son, Kane, and Bale, when they get fiery, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty tall, good front three. I mean, I'd put that up with Liverpool. You know, I would, and, too. Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty potent, and they're scoring goals. I think they've got the best goal differential in the league right now, um, and they're in second spot. Yeah. I mean, quiet quietly heading up the table, and my man Jose is doing it again. I know. Doing it again.
0: God, I hate him so much. <laughs> I hate him so much, but he really does know what he's doing, doesn't he? he?
1: He does. He does. Yeah, I think. And I actually had a chat with somebody about this. We was talking about how he's able to turn the tide. I think he did a lot of reflecting uh, after he was fired at Man United and kind of thought about what his next move was. I think he kind of, the last couple of jobs, Real Madrid and Man United, he kind of lost the rapport with the players. And I think now he's getting that back with... Uh, with these Tottenham players and I think they're buying into it because he certainly had that at Chelsea the first time around. Right. Um, it was, that was, that was the rapport he had and that's what, that's what created that, that great team that ended up winning Premier League titles. So, right. Who knows? Maybe Tottenham, it might be Tottenham's year. Well, they've never uh, won anything.
0: Never, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not for a long time anyway. Sorry, to- sorry Tottenham fans. Yeah, I know.
0: I know. But it's looking good. Uh, Now, they still got to get past Liverpool, and Liverpool is still the team to beat, even though they really are thin in the back right now. Van Dijk uh, hurt, uh, as we know. Fabinho uh, also got hurt over the weekend, and and, uh, Matip is uh, still not back 100%. Uh, That's that's a little scary back there.
1: Yeah, I I think Van Dijk has gone through the knee surgery, but obviously that's going to be a long-term issue. Um, but yeah, it's it's a little bit of an issue in the back. Um, I mean, still got a great goalkeeper, but I think the the great thing for them is they've now got another fourth option, maybe even a person pushing in Diego Jota yeah, who scoring true. goals for fun. And uh, they were even talking about should he start over Flamino? Maybe.
0: Well, I tell you that goal that, they, that he scored that was just an absolutely beautiful goal. Yeah, uh, to win yeah. that game. Um, and then yeah. they almost had another another uh, penalty taken away or another uh, goal taken away from them by uh, VAR, but they overcame it this time, and they right. won. And here's the right. weird thing. Despite being in first place, they have given up the most goals of any team in the Premier
1: League. That's amazing. That's amazing, yeah. I, again, a lot of it, you know, we always talk about the defenders. I mean, they did use a younger player, I think is... Uh, it was his first appearance. and He actually did pretty well. I Adil thought he Phillips. looked
0: great. He looked great.
1: Yeah. I mean, you hate to say that he's only give, been given a chance because of the, the three that are injured, but looked really pretty good. Um, he's got, you know, he's got good speed. He's pretty physical. And, yeah, big,
0: uh, strong guy. He actually looks yeah. a little bit like, you know, the body type of like Van Dyke.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and he and he comes from good stock. I think his father played for for Bolton back in the day. So uh, Jimmy Phillips kind of remember him a little bit. So he's got he's got some good good stock in him in terms of uh, how he plays. And uh, yeah, I think he he might be he might be a solution, at least a temporary one for now. Before the other guys are able to get back, obviously, back's going to be a little bit longer. But right. we'll see, we'll see how it goes
0: all right let's talk about the other red team <clears throat> because uh it's really starting to look bad for manchester united uh it's is it are we at the point where we're we're, we're wondering about ole if if he's going to keep that job
1: it's it's manchester united is such a a, um, a dilemma in terms of whether i mean in in the champions league they've been really very good that's true um, and then and they come into league games and look very very poor so you know, we, we say that I say this a lot, they're consistently inconsistent. Um to be fair, I'm gonna give Arsenal a lot of credit, you know, even though this was their first win in like fourteen years over Manchester United or something <laughs> crazy, uh, at, at Old Trafford. But um, I think I think Man United maybe a little bit of a hangover from the Champions League. I don't know, but they just didn't look up for it. And, you know, Paul Pogba I just don't, He's what? he looks good one yeah. day and then terrible the next. I mean, I don't know. He, he's, he's again another enigma in terms of how he plays. And you would expect a person who you sign for over a hundred million dollars to be pretty good and be pretty consistent, but you don't get that.
0: Well, so let me ask you this as a coach, right? You're a coach and you've got a player like that. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you've had players like that over the years. You know, yeah how, sure. how do you handle that what do you do
1: well it it's a it's a real tough one because i really did like the fact that after the game he came up and and held his hand up so that was good i think it for him it's a situation where obviously he's got so many other things he's, he's probably got a lot of people influencing influencing him and i think it's just going to be constant it's constant communication. Ollie's going to have to really put his arm around him and just tell him it's going to be okay. As as, as kind of sad as that sounds, in terms of hey, you're again making all this money, but players are, are people too. So right, I think they look at the holistic standpoint and just say, look, we we got to we got to work on a few things. You yeah. identified defending is an issue. I think he even came out and said that. He said, I'm not a very good defender. Said, well then, <laughs> don't go in the penalty and then maybe the solution is just don't go in the penalty box. Right, just, exactly.
0: Just, See that line? That means you can't cross. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: well, I, I would, I but rather than that, focus, I, I, again, you kind of turn it into a positive. Focus on his positives. I mean, he, he's so athletic. He's passing his skill. Try and maybe spend, tell him and just say, look, spend more time offensively. Don't come back as much. We still want you, but be smart about what you do. So, I think it's kind of a, uh, it was a lazy tackle. Um, yeah. And he, 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 I think this was maybe a little bit of an eye-opener for him as well. He does, so seem he, like the,
0: he does seem like the kind of player that you nurture as opposed yes. to, uh, you know, crack down on. I mean, I think Jose tried the crack down on thing last yeah. year, and that didn't fly.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and yeah.
0: clearly, the guy has the talent. I mean, he's led a team to a World Cup title. Right. He clearly so, yeah. has the ability. He's He's got all the talent in the world. And maybe mm-hmm. he's even playing at the wrong position. You know, maybe you, you play him in a position where he doesn't have so many defensive responsibilities.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, he's conceded three penalties this season. So yeah. that gives you an idea. <laughs> That's fairly so just bad. Stay, <laughs> so stay out of the box, dude. Dude, we love you. But just don't go in the box. And at the
0: end of the day, Manchester United is in 15th place. Yeah. So something has to happen there, and and like you said, I I, I think that they can turn it around. But uh, poof, it's not looking good right oh, now. Oh
1: yeah, they, they've got the talent. Like yeah. I said, they, they they I'm not worried about them. Uh, it's just you know, it's always nice to see them struggle a little bit. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the giggle <laughs> under your voice there.
1: No, it's okay. Yeah. I, they'll be fine. I mean, obviously <laughs> they've been doing well in Champions League. I, and I don't, and Ollie's a, a good manager. He'll put his arm around him and, and make sure that they, they do everything they need to do. So, that'll All
0: be fine. Let's talk about Southampton because
1: yeah. I've
0: watched a few of their games this year and they're looking pretty good. My my second favorite hugging German. Um, <laughs> yeah. In this case, He's hugging, Austrian. hugging Austrian? Austrian. Okay, yes, hugging Austrian. <laughs> That's um, the same
1: country. basically. Yeah. <laughs> <though>.
0: <laughs> right, just say that to an Austrian. Um, but to me, uh, that team's looking like like they may be for real
1: yeah it's it's interesting they they, they've kind of come back from nowhere they started off very poorly to be fair the results were really really rough at the beginning yeah they were and now and now all of a sudden they've just turned the corner and they're playing great um i mean your favorite englishman james ward prouse that's right what a fantastic (laughs) couple of goals he scored oh my
0: god that guy's great.
1: those two free kicks, as good as you're ever going to get, and uh, I, I was really impressed with him. I think from a playing standpoint, he's decent. He's not great. He's right. good. He's certainly playing better. But right now, if you give him a free kick, he's like automatic. It's like well, wasn't man, that it's going
0: in? Wasn't that Beckham's game? I mean, wasn't exactly Beckham was not a great like in the field of play. Uh, you know, during the course of the game, player. But yeah. uh, his uh, his free kicks were unbelievable.
1: Yeah, no question. I mean, Beckham, I mean, he, to be fair, I think Beckham's got a little bit more than James Ward-Prowse. Well, I mean, that's, again, tr- that's is, true. Th- yeah. that's, that's me. Be- I mean, I'm being extremely critical of a player here, you know, and I don't know if I'm really totally being fair, but I think um, he's just come into his own because he's been put in those situations. He's, again, a good crossroad of the ball. He's able to do that. Um, but... Last year was probably a little inconsistent. I'd probably think he'd probably say the same thing, but this year he's, he's playing better, scoring a bunch of goals, and his ability on those set pieces, unquestionably fantastic. I think I was looking at some of the statistics. He's got seven direct free kick goals, which is actually the same as what one of their fame probably their most famous and best player, Matt Letizia, down the road. He scored as many as him, so... That's pretty impressive, in terms of how it is. But not many people can score two direct free kicks in a game. Right. That, that's pretty 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 impressive. That that being said, Aston Villa should have been smarter about knowing that. Hey, if we concede a free kick, we're in trouble because conceding free kicks at the, at the top of the box is not a good situation at all.
0: That's true. And and Aston Villa, if you saw the final score of that game, um, it was not uh, that was not a four to three game.
1: Right. Yeah, totally. Totally agree. I mean, no offense. Yeah, exactly. It was 4-0. They scored three goals for 15 seconds. They were worried. That was the third goal, and then they they called the game. Right. But the biggest concern for for Southampton, as well as they've been playing, is Danny Ings. He went off injured.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: I did see today, this is on Wednesday, that uh, he's going to be out four to six weeks. Oh, no. I didn't hear that. So yeah, that's going to be a, a definitely a loss for them.
0: Well, he's um, he's a huge part of that team.
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, we're, we're going to see. We're going to kind of follow that. I believe he's going to need surgery. I believe.
0: Oh uh, no, he, I had not heard uh, that. All right, yeah, take I take league. back everything I said about him. <laughs> <seventh. laughs> and he's been great.
1: Uh, I mean, no question. He's been he's been arguably their best player. Well, but, he was one of the uh, top
0: scorers in the league last year
1: yes exactly and he's been banging them in again this year mm-hmm. too so uh, so he's going to be out for at least for a little bit uh, hopefully you know he's going to be able to uh, get back quickly uh, but uh, yeah right now just reading it now up to six weeks um, a minor surgery on a knee so uh, okay we'll keep our fingers crossed he gets back quick um, but we'll see all
0: right, let's talk about, uh, before we pick our games uh, for this weekend, let's yeah. talk about a couple of these teams that are really struggling right now, uh, and both of which have had very successful seasons recently in the Premier League, and that's Sheffield United and Burnley. Uh, both of them are in the bottom three right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, looking at Burnley, first of all, obviously they lost to Chelsea on the weekend, you know, pretty comprehensive win for Chelsea, 3-0. Yep. But Burnley, uh, I think again. You know, we talked about small, sh- you know, kind of a shoestring budget in terms of where they're at. Um, they're really kind of kind of piecemealing it together in terms of the players that they've got, and uh, you yeah, hate to say it, but they, they do look a little bit out of ideas on the field at times. I mean, it seems like they. They're just kind of looking to try and score offset pieces and that's really the only way they're gonna score. So trying to keep people at bay. So
0: Yeah, they don't have much of a midfield presence and then and then uh you really start thinking, where in the world are the goals gonna come from? They just well, don't exactly. seem to have any scoring ability.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean Chris Wood um was scoring a few goals for him last year. Again, a lot of them offset pieces and so that's where they just haven't been able to score any goals. I mean, that's been the biggest issue. I think looking at their how they've been doing this year, I mean, unfortunately they're bottom of the league right now. Right. Uh, and so they've, they've conceded 12 goals and only scored scored 3. So that gives you an idea of how poorly they've started.
0: Yeah. And Sheffield?
1: Yeah, see Sheffield United, same thing. I mean, this is a little bit of a surprise um, in the fact that they did so well last year. But again, I, I always kind of go back to they play in a different way, and we talked a little bit about this last year on the shows about how they have these uh, outs, the basically play three in the back and their backs are outside covering different areas and overlapping. I think teams have just figured them out. Right. And um, they figured out how to play them, took them a little while, and so now Sheffield United are uh, having to try to figure things out for themselves. Still, I think they're... A little bit further along than Burnley, I think their performances have been a little bit better. Um, but again, terrible start, you know, conceding ten goals and only scoring three. I think their they first goal was a penalty kick, three or four games into the season. So again, right. they're having a they're having a hard time yeah, finding ways to score goals. Um, so uh, yeah, so I think it's going to be a long season for both those teams. They definitely need a little bit of an injection. We'll see if they look into the transfer market in January, but it's going to be tough, tough for them.
0: All right. It's it's time to pick this weekend's games. Here we go. Rick and Adam. Rick and Adam, Adam. pick the scores. All right. So we have Chelsea at home against the team we were just talking about, Sheffield United. Your thoughts? Yeah.
1: I thought Chelsea played pretty well on the weekend uh, against, you know, obviously we talked about Burnley, Paul Purley team, but. uh, frustrating it looks like Pulisic he was uh, got injured oh, in the warm-up yeah. which was which was frustrating doesn't seem to be too too serious but again we talked about this the hamstring you know yeah. it's it's a, it's a concern so I'm hoping he might be back I don't think he's gonna be back for any games this week but uh, maybe in a couple of weeks so we'll see how that goes but for me Chelsea comfortable winner here I think I'm gonna give him a 3-0 victory
0: that's what I chose as well we have West Brom at home against Tottenham.
1: Yeah, West Brom is another team that's struggling. Yes, um, they I are. I think they, they, they looked poor the other day, um, you know, against, against a Fulham team that they probably thought that they could beat. You know, that's one of those games where these are, these are the games they have to win, and they look pretty poor in that. So um, I'm going to – Tottenham's playing so well – you know, with Gareth Bell coming off the bench, starting to get his legs back, I'm going to go with a comfortable two-nil away win for Tottenham.
0: Okay, I'm going three-nil on that one okay. uh, with, for Tottenham. Uh, this this could be a really good one. We got Leicester City at home against Wolves.
1: Yeah, Leicester looked Leicester looked great the other night. Jamie Vardy, man Jamie of the match Vardy. again. Vardy, <laughs> man of the match again. Fantastic. Not only scoring, He's getting goals, younger. Yeah, exactly. He might be ready for an England call-up. Yeah. What do you think? Pity he retired too quick. But yeah, he's he's looking great. Um, I think the whole team, you know, I think Brenda Rodgers is so smart. He, he really kind of thinks about how he's going to play against teams. And against the Leeds team, uh, they did so well. They did. Uh, they, they figured the Leeds out. Although Leeds had some injury issues as well. But... They just they they, they counted them and, and scored legitimately after every time they got through. So I think this is going to be a good game. I'm going to go with a high scoring draw two two.
0: Okay, I have Leicester winning two one. Uh, we have Man City at home against Liverpool. Now we talked about Man City um, not being uh, still having a game in hand, so they yeah. they're still in this race.
1: No question. Yeah, they're good. They've been kind of hampered a little bit with injuries as well offensively. But, you know, they beat Sheffield United, although it was kind of a a, a low-scoring game. And their outside back scored the winner. A former Sheffield United player, actually, Carl Walker. Uh, But, uh, again, this is a tough one to call because it it could go either way. Um, I like the fact that Man City's at home. uh, And I think maybe with Liverpool struggling a little bit in the back. I'm going to go with a 2-1 Man City win.
0: That's funny cuz that's exactly what I picked too. I just have a wow. funny feeling that uh, Man City's going to win that one. Yeah. Uh, now we got two teams that are kind of mid-table right now or, you know, with the with the possibility of heading back into the the top and that's Arsenal against Villa.
1: Yeah, Aston Villa. Yeah, we was talking about this before. You know, I listened. I heard somebody say, you know, after two defeats, <laughs> are we crap again? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think yeah, Villa. It's back to reality. You're not very good. Let's be honest. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, to all those Villa fans, but no, I think um, I think Aston Villa. Um, I think they're still they're still going to have a decent season again. Mid table is probably where they're going to be. I think Arsenal are starting to surge a little bit. Their new signings are definitely going to help. Uh, Parkey came in, and I think he's going to be a really good signing. Yeah, he, for them.
0: Looks, he looks good. Yeah,
1: the, the, big, the big win against Man United, I don't see anything other than an Arsenal win, win. So I'm going to go, especially with Villa conceding goals here, I'm going to go with Arsenal 3, Villa 1.
0: I have it as 2-1, to one, Arsenal over Villa. All right, so let's talk about uh, what else we have coming up on the show because people need mm-hmm. to know that there's still so much more. I have a quote from Zlatan that I want to share with you. Uh, oh, I think, I think <laughs> you'll like it. We'll find yeah. out what's happening in uh, in Adam's office. We also have a uh, our favorite guest, the Premier League star uh, this week. Uh, a little twist to that. And also mm-hmm. Adam's TV tip. All of that is coming up right after this on this week's minutia celebrity interview we interview the author of such hits like only dead on the inside a parent's guide to surviving the zombie apocalypse and france like no one's watching we interview james breakwell listen to minutia men's celebrity interview on spotify opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts just search for radio misfits I'm Kimmy I'm Tommy And I'm Sam
1: And on this week's episode of And Friends
0: We expose ourselves in public That's right I got a trench coat and I'm ready to open it
1: Then I filmed it i
0: opened it up to everyone
1: Listen to And Friends on Spotify OpiShows.com Or wherever you find podcasts
0: Just search for Radio Misfits Okay, we're back uh, You know uh, Zlatan Ibrahimović, don't you? I do Very uh, he, well. He's playing now in Italy Mm-hmm. and he's playing great scoring a yeah. ton of goals uh but he did have the coronavirus recently
1: yes i heard that
0: and and did you see his quote that he uh, i
1: did i, I saw it i was great i copied it but i want you to read it because it's 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 brilliant i even talked about this to a few people yeah it's it's, it's awesome
0: uh, this is uh this is Zlatan. the virus has challenged me and i won but you are not zlatan do not challenge the virus. Use your head. Respect the rules. Social distancing's and mask always. I just love that. But you are not Zlatan. <laughs> it's so and true. It. And he beat it. Yeah, that's, that's the great
1: <laughs> thing. I beat... Covid, I beat it. That's, it challenged just, me, and I won. <laughs> exactly. I oh, he's it. brilliant. Yeah, he's great. All
0: right, let's find so. out what's happening here.
1: And now, the latest Chicago area soccer news, soccer news. Soccer news with Coach Adam. Coach Adam.
0: All right, so what's happening in uh, your office this week?
1: Yeah, so we're we're kind of the.
0: I brought up the coronavirus right before your section (laughs) because I know that that it's always in the news, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's true. That's true. So we're obviously still dealing with that situation. Um, Nothing's majorly changed on on our end in terms of how we're going to do things. But obviously... Uh, we're having to kind of adjust and uh, move to this new indoor situation that we're in. So if people do go to our website, they're going to be able to check uh, the the indoor kind of regulations that we put through from IDPH as well. Um, with that being said, our COVID protocols are going to be the best when we start our ODP program. So we did a, a fantastic webinar last week. I think close to 300 people were on it, which was great. And uh, people were listening in, wanting to know what ODP was all about. And we've had a massive surge in our registration, which is great. Um, our registration deadline is this Sunday, November the 8th. So if there's people listening, who have got players, kids who want to get involved, tell them to sign up ASAP. Uh, it's a great program. And we train in Schomburg as well as Rockford with the different age groups. It goes from 2003 birth year all the way to 2011 so sign up quick as you can and uh we look forward to working with their players that will start the middle of november uh so we'll be indoors although looking at the weather this week it's pretty darn nice out there so it's fantastic um, yeah it's really good but uh so that's going to be a big thing for us and then coaching ed we've got a couple of courses coming up and uh we're finishing up that th- those courses this will be the last couple, set of grassroots courses and then we hit the d licenses so we've got some good people signed up and and then we'll be starting our c license here so we're pretty busy
0: sounds good uh by the way if people who are uh, fans of this show there's a lot of other shows on the radio misfits podcast network and other OPI shows uh i host another one called minutia men celebrity interview and every week uh, dave stern and i interview celebrities this week if you check out minutia men celebrity interview you'll see james breakwell who is known as exploding unicorn he is uh, a parenting uh, book writer and is hilarious so i highly recommend that uh in the meantime it's time for this time now to guess the premier league star. All right. This is going to be a fun one because I'm I'm making a literary twist to this. Oh, All right? Because I know you Make it even lo- more
1: difficult. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By the way, I I heard from my mom who's uh Uh, people are listening to this overseas we're we're international so yes (laughs) people are listening to it all over England so it's great and this is this is their favorite part of the uh, part of the show because they like to guess the Premier League star but they also like to see me squirm and wiggle because (laughs) they have no idea who these people are so yeah I gotta say that's
0: my favorite part too
1: (laughs) yeah you think you think I'm an expert but really I'm not I'm frantically trying to find out who these players are so
0: all right. So, well, going to throw in a, a, uh, a literary twist on this one. Great. Uh, so, this week's star is 32 years old. And if you are a, uh, a well-read person, you're going to be able to guess it based on this next clue. You ready? All right. He is known by the same name as the main male character in William Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew. All right, there we go. free one for everyone. all right <clears throat> he has represented his national team in two world cups, three european championships, including the title winners in twenty sixteen. So now we know he won the european cup in twenty sixteen. do you remember what team won that uh
1: the european cup as in the as in the uh champions league or the no no, european no the champions- european
0: the european cup of nations.
1: Okay, so you'll be championships. Yeah. Okay, 2016. So that's got to be, uh, was it Spain?
0: It was not. Before joining the Premier League, he was with the club in his home country that was not Spain They calls <laughs> themselves the Green and Whites.
1: Okay. Oh, so it's, it's France.
0: Nope, the Green that's and- not not true either.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <gosh. laughs>
0: His current Premier League team has nine players from this same country and it's not England.
1: All right. So, Portugal, it's Portugal, right? Very good. Okay, so Portugal won it. I know I'd get there. He's (laughs) He's playing for Wolves. Correct. So, he's a Wolves player.
0: All right. Yes. His coach... He's also Portuguese. All right, then you already yes. figured that out. He started 82 of his 83 Premier League games. 82,
1: 83 games.
0: But he's never scored a goal. And now, you, of course, you know it because the main character of William Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew was a goalkeeper.
1: Right, and it's got to be from a goalkeeper standpoint (laughs) has to be. What's that guy's name? (laughs) Oh my gosh, what is his name?
0: He's a Portuguese goalkeeper, Patricio, right? Yes, very good, Patricio. Patricio, yeah. Patricio, thy husband is thy lord, thy life, thy keeper, thy head, thy sovereign, one that cares for thee, and for thy maintenance commits his body to painful labor both by sea and land, to watch in night storms the day in cold
1: wow Thank you've you. taken this you've taken this to a whole new <laughs> level
0: <laughs> all right so there that was maybe my favorite one of all time but now it's time for good. adam's tv tip
1: now yeah. time for adam's weekend soccer
0: tv tip okay and i'm thinking there's not a huge crossover in in, in football fans and shakespeare so you probably <laughs> yeah. didn't get beaten by too many people there <laughs>
1: we'll see yeah i mean like i said my my taming i haven't read taming of the shrew since probably i was 16 or 17 so it's been a little while so yeah. that's okay though
0: that's yeah. okay i wouldn't have guessed it either but but uh, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm having fun with you
1: yeah uh, yeah no it's good it's good
0: I uh, like, it. I like w- it. what game are we watching this weekend
1: well, I think you've got two really good ones. Obviously we talked about the Leicester Wolves game, but again, I like those big ones. I'm 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 double checking. I know last week I gave people some wrong information that Uh-oh. the Man United Arsenal game was going to be on NBC, but it ended up being on Peacock. So yeah. just be prepared to to uh, move over as needed but let
0: me just say this I, I about can... peacock before uh yeah. we go any further because i have now subscribed to peacock and i take back all the bad things i said about peacock because i am okay. in the middle of binging uh both okay. Downton Abbey which is on there nice and also Colombo great show <laughs> <laughs> great show that's great all
1: is right. the acting as bad as it as it seemed I mean it, it's got to be terrible the
0: it? 70s are so embarrassing they are yeah, so right. embarrassing to have grown up in that decade is is so embarrassing yeah
1: yeah I can right. just see it I can just see it but all right, my so. game has to be Manchester City Liverpool Sunday 10.30 kickoff I'm pretty sure it's on NBC but be ready to join Peacock if needed yeah that's the game to watch Sunday 10.30 I'm predicting a Manchester City win. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. All right. So, if you uh, have some friends in Jolly Old, uh, you'd like to pass the word around, uh, please uh, tell them to listen to us uh, on Spotify and go to opishows.com. Wherever you find podcasts, search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opie is hippo, backwards, O P P I H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And friends, Romans, countrymen, come back next week. (laughs) because we'll be back with another episode
1: of Free Kicks. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you
0: shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, our man in the field, Roger Rexroad, returns as we talk about modern muscle cars. I'm Mark Vernon.
1: Join me and our man in the field for this very special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.
0: On this week's Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. That's not a soccer ball, that's my head. The Museum of Disgusting Food. Our tribute to Ron Britton. Breaking in to an escape room. And Rick's brush with former Vice President Dan Quayle. All that in unlimited tangents on Minutia Man. Be sure to listen to Minutia Man on Spotify, OpiShows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.
1: If you missed Los Ano or Los Angeles, Los Anno and friends, here's what you missed. Happy to be here today, Cheryl Scott, meteorologist. Hi, Fred Winston,
0: Chicago radio guy. I'm Rob Hart in Chicago. How about that weather?
1: This is a good show to do that. Yeah, what the hell, man? It's, uh, <laughs> Don't I th- blame the messenger. I'm not blaming the messenger. That's got to be the worst part about being a meteorologist. They blame you for the, for, for the sun or the snow or whatever. Right. I'm so. like
0: everyone's best friend when it's sunny and 70. <laughs> and like yesterday, I was everyone's worst
1: friend. Yeah. But I know that weather changes so dramatically... We do seven-day forecasts, and right. I go well. Seven days—it sometimes changes seven times in those seven days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but science is getting more and more accurate. Oh, it does. So,
1: has the Earth been knocked off its axis? I—I I, I keep hearing stuff uh,
0: about that uh, from the conspiracy idiots at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly is what we're we'll going. <laughs> Radio misfits get more Losano and friends. Losano. Now on Losano.com. Good luck trying to
1: spell Lausano or whatever the f it's called.